I actually got into this business so I, I wouldn't have to work, basically. I love doing it, so like I'll work 100 hours this week, but I got into it so at some point I can just leave. You're listening to episode 19 of the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, hashtag the network. We are coming to you from the network studios inside Michigan Investment Titan. This episode is brought to you by Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. Hey, everybody. We are back with the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, hashtag the network. I am here, your favorite real estate investing nerd, Dylan Tanaka, proudly showing my Freedom Fighters t-shirt, my flip nerd glasses, which these are fake. I'm going to take them off, but uh, given to me by a good friend uh, who runs the Investor Fuel podcast and flip nerd. So a big part of my real estate investing business is uh, being involved in um, in different masterminds. So super excited to be here. And um, we're, we're going to kind of treat this podcast kind of like a mastermind, actually, and um, First things first, we want to make sure that you're liking, subscribing. We're on iTunes. We're on every other podcast app. We've got a YouTube channel with tons of videos and content on there. So make sure to get on there. Uh, every week they're updated. So make sure that you leave comments and let us know how awesome the show is if you think it's awesome, which of course it is. But um, today we're going to talk about what our biggest current challenges are in business, in our real estate business or the businesses that we're in. And then we're just kind of going to kick it around a little bit and try to solve some of those issues for each other and figure out how to make more money in uh, in real estate investing. So I'm here with my good friend, Jeff Ship. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? And we've got Erica Weichel with Michigan Investment Title. She is the real estate investor's title company to the stars. And last and certainly not least, we have Nathan Ganane. I've spent a lot of time with other investors kind of kicking around. Like I say, it's almost like a soccer ball. You throw a soccer ball in the middle of the of, of a circle of people and the soccer ball happens to be a problem and you, and each person kind of gets to throw their, their problems around and, uh, and figure out what the heck is wrong. And collectively, that's what they talk about. The mastermind principle. We are all better together than as one. So, um, I don't know who wants to start, but, uh, it's not going to be me. So who wants to start <laughs> and talk about, and I can start, but I've been talking too much already. So who wants to start and be the first person to talk about their their biggest challenge in business right now. Jeff, you wanna go? I'm gonna go, but mine's gonna be a little bit different than uh, most. When I look at the biggest challenge in business, my biggest challenge for me in business right now, I truly believe is myself. Getting out of my own way. Because that can be a challenge in business is, you know, you gotta figure out how to get out of your own way to just let things happen. But no, I, I think I think for me that uh, that is my biggest challenge right now because I'm I am a firm believer that anything that goes wrong in business and anything goes wrong in life is your responsibility. It's your fault. It's not somebody else's fault. It's your fault. Figure it out. Fix it. And, and that's why I say I think that for me personally, my biggest problem is me. I got to learn to get out of my own way, get out of my way, and let happen what's happening. And enjoy the ride more and just keep going with the flow. Make it happen. So let me jump in. Are you saying that uh, it's more of a mindset issue or is it like you're not getting certain things done? Because there's two ways. Like the way I look at it is either my head screwed up or I'm not getting stuff done. No, I, I, I think for me, I think, it. you know, I think it's my head. I truly do. I'm getting stuff done. 
but I'm not getting done what I want to get done or at the level I want to get it done. And so that's why I really think for me, it is a mindset thing of me getting in my own way because there's plenty of people out there helping me. There's plenty of people out there doing stuff with me. There's plenty of stuff, but I know the level I want to be at. And I think truly the reason I'm not at that level is here. It's nowhere else. It's not somebody stopping me. It's me. So let's let's try to stay on each person for let's say ten minutes. So Nate, you've accomplished a lot for a uh, you know an under thirty person. So you know just to I, I don't know just to give Jeff your your opinion on it. Like how do you overcome some of that stuff? Because at your young age, you've you're way past where I was at your age in yeah. real estate. Um, well, so I, I do think I still get in the way of myself. But um, yeah, but to start out with, um, like how 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 to get past that i um i don't basically like if you ever run into an issue so like say say what he means is he's maybe he wants to do 10 deals a month you know i'm making it up but if that's what you're getting away of and you're doing one deal a month i would go to someone else that's doing 10 see what they're doing most of the time you're you're in like the in the little stuff a little too much you know like um if you need to do 10 deals a month you don't really need to be you know, walk in your properties you don't need to be mailing your letters yourself you know you can have someone else do that I, i'm not a wholesaler but i'm just saying my business is the same thing. Sometimes I can spend too much time on a job site. I shouldn't be there. It's a total waste of my time. You know, once I buy a property, that's when I make my money, basically. Um, even as a rental, there's no point in me truly being at the property. You know, I do still go, but um, that's a way that, you know, my first property, I was there a lot. I was probably there 50, 80 times. Now I'm there five times. So, you know, that's just one way. Get out of the small, like the $8 an hour stuff. Just pull yourself right out of it. Have someone else do it, pay for it, and you'll scale your business way faster. That, that's how I look at it. I, I think that is a very, very valid point because when you just said that, it just resonated in my head what I'm doing. Yeah. I am doing too much of it myself. Yeah, And the and low dollar value. The stuff. low dollar, yeah, yeah, the minimum wage stuff. I call yeah. it the minimum wage stuff. It, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, killing me. That, listen, that's a Detroit Midwest attitude, too. That's how we are. You know, you Cleveland and Pittsburgh and us and St. Louis, we do things ourselves. Yeah. We don't pay somebody to change our brakes, right? So oh, we've no. got that. We've got that in our mindset. So yeah. as a business owner, um, and it's tough. I fight the same thing every day. It's like you got to you got to remove yourself and and just make it so you you will not touch that item. Yeah, yeah. You get you just back away, get out of it, move on, and learn it. And but that is mindset. Yeah. That is that's a shift of mind, like he, like Dylan's saying. You know, what I did for a living for 32 years, you know, I walked in the door every day, same time, went home, same time. I did it day in, day out, never miss, no matter what. So you have that mindset of that's how you do it. That's how you get it done. You get in there and you hit it, keep your head down, keep rushing forward and you'll make it. Yeah. Uh, I got to quit. Let me think different. They cut a quick example there. Um, yeah. So uh, basically like, you know, you're a wholesaler. I don't know what you make per deal, but you know, say it's, Say it's like ten grand a deal or something. I happen to know. I think you're you're renovating one right now yourself, and I know you have problems with contractors. Yeah. The fact that you're there, you know, if you're there a hundred hours, that hundred hours you probably could have got two two or three deals done. That's thirty grand. So you being there, and if that deal you're gonna make fifteen grand, you could have made thirty not being there. That you know that fifteen. If you just paid someone seven, I know that's a totally different issue. Contractors are weird right now. Yeah. But just that then in and of itself, if you paid a guy an extra three grand to get that done for you and you still make your 10, you go make 30 somewhere else. You made 40 instead of just making your 10. Waste, and it's something that you want to throw your head through a wall for. You yeah. know, that's not what you do. So and I do the same thing. I still do it, you know, here and there. Um, but that's the biggest thing. 
happen. It holds a lot of people back. Yeah, yeah. No, very true. I, I think you're 100% on with that, with, with the issue. I do believe that. Yeah. Erica, you, you have probably the most, obviously, employees out of anybody at this table because you run a legitimate business, unlike <laughs> us, us three hooligans here. So what, what advice? And I'm taking advice, too. So this isn't just on Jeff. I mean, we appreciate him, um, you know, opening up like that. I mean, and all of us. But what advice do you give? So for me, I'm a planner. And it's just how I have to be to keep my life straight. So, and the best thing for me is at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month to feel I accomplished what I set out to do. So for me to get my butt out of bed at the right time, I usually have to throw like a note on my alarm, like (laughs) this is who you're meeting today, or this is what you're getting done today, just to kind of just get me up, motivated, focused, um, and to stick to stick to the plan. And sometimes, you know, your strategy varies and it doesn't go according to plan, especially with, for you, you know, contractors, yeah. if they don't show up or they don't do the job or it takes longer, but I just keep kind of restructuring how my, how my week is going to go out and, and I stick to a plan. And for me at the end of the day, end of the week, if I can go home feeling accomplished, I am definitely, um, a happier person for that. Yeah, yeah, that that is a. But that I have is control over employees. You don't have control over no, contractors. No, no so no. your situation's a little, little different than mine. But but it, it still all comes down to is you're the one leading the team. You're still at the end of the day. You're still the one in control. You're the still one that has to make the decisions, and it all really comes down to you're the one's got to get it done. Yeah. So and that's that mindset that I'm t- that you know to me that I'm like. Okay, I know it's me. I got to get it done. I've got to figure it out. It's like, they just got to get it done. Well, and I don't work an eight-hour day. I work no less than a 12-hour day. A lot of times it's a 16- or 18-hour day, and it's seven days a week. But I know what I want to get done. Now, to Nate's point, I think it's very smart. You find somebody that can help you or that you can hire and to do things. And it, it is a hard thing when you can do it yourself, and it's cheaper. But at the same time your time is worth more than that. So you have to kind of evaluate and, and make those adjustments appropriately to, to benefit you. Yeah. So true, true, very true. Yeah. I guess the only thing I have to add is like Erica said, it's planning and uh, I'm talking to myself because that's what I'll bring up. But you know, when it's my turn, but it's uh, you know, you got to sit down that Sunday night or whatever and kind of put that plan down for the week and try to stick to it, which in our business, it's tough because you could have a, a water pipe break, you know, yeah. and, and all of a sudden everything changes for three days too. So it's always a challenge. And, you know, and as a business owner, entrepreneur, you're always getting better. True. True. Very true. Very true. It'll get there. So I'm going to get there. So it'll get there. Good though. Okay. Who, want, who wants to go next? I can tell you my biggest challenge is time management. So we just did a whole staff meeting on time management and how to, you know, make the best use of your time and try to time block it and and try to make it work. I just would like to clone myself. I need a few more mini me's <laughs> to be able to do it so I can I can have a life outside of my my job. But um, time management is definitely a, a sticky point for me. And just like you, my day can change. I, I have a plan when I come in and it doesn't always work out that way. But I have a very long laundry list of stuff to get done. And I always think I can do things a lot faster than what I can. So my, my time management um, definitely needs some work. Yeah. And yeah. staffing would be my 
my number two, trying to find people that are, you know, take pride in their work. I have, I have some really good people right now, but I need a few more. Yeah. So, um, and it, it's hard. It's hard to find the right people. That's for sure. That's for sure. Now, like the, the time management situation, when I figured out a guy was, you know, did it years ago and he showed me, and I still do that, is turn the phone off. I, you know, I, I've got to get back to it. I quit it again, but there for a while when I was doing the cold calls and all that other stuff, you block everything out. Nobody bothers you from that certain time. Like everybody knows, okay, you know, from 9 till 11 o'clock, you can't get me. You can't talk to me. I'm not talking to nobody. And for projects especially. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that I can do. Yeah, yeah, you just go at it that way and just go do, leave me alone. Yeah, lock yourself in an yeah. office. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I don't know. I'm going to have the same problem as erica so we can like co-figure it out together but for me it's the same thing it's time management because you know i'm cut from the same cloth as her and and i work 12 15 hours a day and i love what i do and i mean i work saturday and sunday so um you just can't keep doing that forever because you're going to burn out and and you're you're put you're kind of putting good time after bad sometimes so um for me what i try to do and i'm not accomplishing it enough is time blocking and even when I do it, it makes me so much calmer because even though, like Jeff said, if I'm doing cold calling or whatever I'm doing uh, for my marketing, I'm not going to answer the phone between nine and 11. And I don't tell anybody. I just don't have to answer it. I have nobody to answer to, you know, other than private lenders and the IRS. Right. Those are my only bosses. <laughs> but um, I think for me, like that's my big challenge is, is uh, I, I'm so bad at time management. I can't even time block to time manage because I'm like, Hey, I've got 15 minutes to get something done. I'm going to do some marketing stuff or I'm going to check on some leads or I'm going to go through and clean up old things. Or there's just always a million things to do, which goes back to what Jeff said. We, you know, he can't do everything inside of a house. Why aren't we using more virtual assistants? Why aren't we using our contractors better? Why aren't we using our, some of us have employees better. And, um, I think it's just that, that shift in mindset. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I just hired my first virtual assistant. So that stuff does work you know, to get those people to do your mundane stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you take somebody like you that's got a bigger business, you know, quite a bit of stuff. You can really leverage your time with those kind of people. Time block it with them and, and just get your time back, do the high dollar things like Nate was talking about, and just take it to that. Let somebody else do it. Being a control freak. That's a very hard, That's hard, to do. That's <laughs> hard, hard thing to do, but yeah. it, it has been suggested. So it has, it has definitely been something I've been, been considering, but that's, that's a difficult feat for me. What, what do you do, Nate? you got a lot of stuff going. How do you keep it all going? I know you don't work as much as I do. He's at home playing video games all the time. <laughs> I don't play video games, but no, yeah, you, you guys do. Um, I know Dylan does and Erica does too. Um, Jeff probably does. You guys do actually probably work more hours than I do. Um, my stuff's a little more. That's flowy. why he makes more money than us. <laughs> but, that's um, what it is, yeah. But at the same time, it's funny because like all those problems you just said, I have the same issues. So like, I wasn't making fun of Jeff with renovating his own thing. I just got a flip, and I I took the cabinets out myself, put them back up myself. Yeah, we um, do the wrong stuff all the time as yeah, real, as real right, estate yeah. investors. I wasn't, I wasn't making fun of you at all. <laughs> no, I, I do it no. too, and that's why I identified it. But um, I like I said all those problems. I have the same ones and. Mine all stem back from like, uh, you know, I, I've been doing this, you know, like I said, I started when I was 19, I'm 27, eight years to start with. I had to do everything I could just to get like one deal. And then that same mentality. So I was like doing stuff before setting it up. So 
when I started, I didn't sit down with the CPA, which you should do. I didn't though. I had $5,000. I'm not going to sit down with the CPA and give them a grand, <laughs> you know, like that didn't make sense. I was just doing stuff. So, and I've been building, but I'm just saying though, so I'm still like transitioning over to have a lot more like automated stuff, like all kinds of, you know, scaling up basically. Um, so I have all those same issues you guys have. Uh, so, you know, sa same thing, but, um, my, my biggest issue that I'm having myself is, uh, kind of like time management, but different from yours. Mine's more, you know, I might work from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. I'm actually supposed to be at like some family thing. You know, I, I don't like doing that. Like, I, I, you know, if I got like family time, I want to be at family time. If I got work stuff, that's work time. And I also take too many calls from contractors. Like they lean on me too much. Like, yeah, they can figure it out themselves, but I answer too many of the questions. I had a plumber two weeks ago. He was doing some plumbing. And he's like, hey, I got a, I got a real big issue. And I was like, is it actually a big issue? And he acted like it's an emergency. I thought the freaking toilet fell to the ceiling. And I come over there, and he's like, well, this why he's running a sanitary. And he's like, this why doesn't go this way. It's too high. We're going to have to make a box in your drywall. I'm like, you're not making a box in my drywall. And I figured it out for him. It took two minutes. But if he didn't call me, he could have just figured it out on his own. It, easy, just get a different part. That's what it boiled down to. And it wasted two hours of my day. I had to go half hour that way, half hour home. And I actually went to Home Depot for him, spent 45 minutes there. So that's my issue. So I have these same issues you do. Um, but like I said, yeah, I, I do work a little less hours, I would say, in a week. But I still do work a lot. But the times, I don't have a boundary on mine. That's the worst part. Is that, you know, if someone calls me for something, I'll go do it right then. Yeah, I got a couple of things I can say. I'm a much better teacher than doer or listener, apparently. But, um, you know, um, I always get to brag. I'm part of the Investor Fuel Mastermind. And they talk about this all the time because I sit with guys who are doing 10 times and girls who are doing 10 times as many deals as me. So it's humbling in one way, but it's awesome in another because I get to learn from the best, at least in our business. And one of the things, uh, one of the guys who has a lot of contractors and people out on the road, he uses that app Voxer, which is like a walkie talkie app. Yeah. It's free or it's 30 bucks a year for the good one. And he doesn't talk to any of his people. He's a, he's a roofing contractor. He owns a nice size roofing company and he builds and buys and flips. So his guys are killing him. And I know because I had six guys working for me full time on payroll. It was horrible because I was always on the phone, always at Home Depot. But he constantly only uses that Voxer app, and they can't talk to him. They, he won't answer the phone. So that's number one. Number two, another thing that I learned was your family time. And I'm preaching to myself whenever I talk about this stuff, but you block that out first so you don't have to work from 6 to 10 fixing your website or doing paperwork or whatever it is. Because like you said, you know, take it from somebody who's 15 years older than you. When I had a real job, and even since I've had my own company, I've missed lots of family stuff and there's no excuse because now those days never come back. You know, I missed cousins graduation parties. It's not like I missed the birth of my kid, yeah. but I miss stuff. Now looking back, who cares? Because I made 500 bucks that day. I can never go back and, and be there for that time. Yeah. And as you know, you start to get older, you see that. And, you know, they talk about lifestyle design and all that. And I don't care about all that stuff. I'm not into that. I just say that you got to be happy. You got to keep the people around you happy or it makes it tougher. Well, and going back to what Nate said about it, he he answered the phone, and so he had to go and fix the problem. That happens with my office all the time. If I'm out of town at a conference, my girls can take care of it, and they don't bother me. But I I'm there. I'm like a safety net. So yeah. they keep calling or, or you know coming up to my desk and you know wanting to talk it out. And I understand it, but I need to be better about just asking them. Well, what would you do? All right, go do it. And not answering it and say, let me just call them back or I'll send that email. 
you know, it's, I should be delegating a little bit more because I know that they're capable. They can do it when I'm not around. So yeah, do it when you're here. Let, right. let you get your other stuff done. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, so back to mine and same thing, all your problems, like I actually got into this business, so I, I wouldn't have to work basically. I love doing it. So like I'll work a hundred hours this week, but I got into it. So at some point I can just leave and I still do that. I, I, like um, two years ago, my buddies all went to Vegas and I was like, I can't. Anyway, I ended up just last minute. I just flew out there and they're like, oh, you came. Like I can do that because I work for myself. So something changed in my whatever I was doing and I got to go. Um, but that's why I got in this business. So me personally, like I like real estate too much. So, you know, my, my goal was to only work like say two hours a month. I, I'm just saying that's my goal eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I'm still my, my issue is that I'm still going to be doing 30 hours a week because I like it. It's like fun to me. You know, it's like a hobby. That's my issue, though, right? I'm that, that's yeah. just that's my personal thing. But I, you, I like you, it too much. You can take and, and like yeah. Dylan said, it's very crucial. And and me in my past, you know, of course, working for somebody else, having a W-2 job for all those years. I, I still got to do the family stuff. And it was very important because, you know, and you see a lot of entrepreneurs giving that up. But, you know, I, I did all the coaching, the Cub Scouts, all that kind of stuff, you know, for my son and all that. And, and as an entrepreneur, if you really set your family time, you know, if you time block, set it down, you know, make what's priority. And if you get that and, and you set it up where you can have time with your family and go do that, like Dylan was saying, you'll never get them hours back. Go spend them with your family, your loved ones, your good times. That couple dollars, you'll make it somewhere else. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's funny. Um, when I get those two hours once in a while where there's nobody else in the office, and I don't know what day it is, say it's a Saturday morning, I'm so ridiculously efficient. But you give me Monday through Friday, and there's a couple people there, and there's there's just things happening, and you just get caught up. So it's so uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to focus like that. And again, you know, a lot of us, we weren't trained to do this. You know, the way that our school system, I'm going to blame the school system, <laughs> the way that the school system set up, they don't train us to be entrepreneurs. They don't train us to be business owners. So and again, we're Midwest people like all of us sitting here. We're from the Midwest. We're from Detroit. So it's at, at, at a certain point, especially Nate being the youngest, it's weird because he's got guys twice his age working for him and he's telling them what to do. And in the beginning, I know what it's like because I was him. <laughs> And it's weird because you're like, whoa, is this guy actually going to listen to me? And why am I why am I smarter than him? Why am I further mentally, at least in life, than these people? And I think you just have to understand that and uh, and kind of push forward with it and know that you're solving a problem for them and you're not kind of like lording over them or like being lazy because, you know, as they say, like you should be we should be doing whatever our unique ability is, whatever we're best at, because the better and more efficiently we work, really, the more money that we make versus doing things we shouldn't be doing because we don't want, you know, our girls to make copies for us or I don't want my guys to carry something up the stairs. So I'm going to stop what I'm doing to go help. But that's what we're paying them to do. And and they're working for us because we're able to do the business. We're able to get that that stuff going. And um, again, listen, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm, you know, I'm talking to myself and I'm learning while I'm listening because I make those same, you know, mistakes all the time. So... Um, are we done with you? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to wait. I'm never going to be done. With right. Him, right. Done no, with him, yeah. you tell the story though, quick about your magic wall, because a lot of people haven't heard that. And like, I think about it all the time. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So, and that's also, like I said, part of my issue is I, I, I got my wall, you know, they call it the magic wall, but it's really just like a, a vision board or whatever. And I, I, that was one of the first books I read was how, read how to make one has set goals. 
So on my wall, I throw up everything I want to do. You know, I got a one-year goal, five-year goal, month goal, 10-year goal. Um, and the more present ones are bigger. You know, the other ones are off to the side. But, um, but, yeah, I look at it every day. I read it. Uh, what I'm not good at is every once in a while. Like, I'm supposed to go to bed and visualize before I fall asleep. I, I don't do it all the time. But that helps tremendously. You know, I was a 19-year-old. And if you asked me, like, what I was, and I wasn't nervous. I wouldn't say it to you, but if I knew you real good, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm a millionaire. I just don't have a million dollars. And I would have told you that dead serious. You know, not, no lie to you. Like, I, I didn't care that I was in real estate. If you told me I couldn't do real estate, I would have sold these cubs. Uh, eventually, some way, I would have made a million. That's all I cared about. I didn't care about my avenue. I love real estate now, but I started out just that's what I was. I wanted to be a millionaire. My goals down the road are bigger. Every, everything's bigger, but that's what I am. You know, if, if I, my goal is to be a billionaire, I think I'm a billionaire. I just don't have the money. You know, I don't, but I'm just saying that's how I look at everything and I attack it from there. Now, what do I have to do to do that? Break it down. That's what I did in basketball. In yeah, basketball, teach our listeners and watchers how to do a vision board in two minutes because you yeah. can break it down for them. Well, yeah, it's an easier example. Can I do it like a, as basketball? Easier of example. All right, so like in basketball, and this is how I was taught. My dad taught me this when I was a basketball player. He'd say, you know, if you're supposed to be getting 30 points a game, you know, it sounds crazy. You know, we get 30 points a game. But, it, you know, it's not. not. And he's like, this is how you do it. So on your board here, 30 points a game, you know, you shoot 60% field goals. So you got to make, uh, what's that, say 12 shots a game because you get a few free throws. So 12 shots a game, you shoot 60% and you divide it out. You got to shoot 19 times in a game, you'll get 30 points a game. So that's all you did 19 times in a game, break it down four quarters. That's four shots a quarter, five, one or the other. If you're the best player on the team, that's nothing. And that's how he broke it down. I was like, well, that's crazy. You know, that's stupid. Like, I'm... I'm one of the best players on the team. That's give me four shots a game. I'll get 30 points a game. And anyway, real estate's the same way. So if you want to get a million dollars, you got to break down. If you're a flipper, you know, you make 10 grand to flip 15 grand to flip. You got to figure out how many flips is that, you know, is that sustainable? Can you do that? Break it down. So if you need 10 houses a year to get whatever your income is, you need to know, I need to make 50 offers to get one deal. So now 50 times 10 is 500. You put that on your board. I break mine down a lot. So if my goal is to have a million dollars in two years, like I said, you break it down under that. What does that equate to? That equates to 50 flips. 50 flips, that means it's, uh, say, a 1,000 offers. And what's that a week? Over two years, that might be tw 20 offers a week or, you know, 10 offers a week, whatever that is. Four offers a day is nothing. Four, yeah, and then you break it down daily. That's nothing. But so then instead of looking at that million-dollar goal, because some people get overwhelmed, I didn't. But if you look at that and say, oh, a million dollars in two years, that's crazy. But then you look at it as four offers a day. What is that? That's stupid. That takes you 15 minutes. I mean, you got to find the houses. It might take even 10 hours a day to make four offers. That's nothing. Look at all over the place. It'll lowball stuff. It'll happen, you know. So you break it down like that. But you can break every goal down like that. And then if you're someone that gets overwhelmed easily, you should just focus on the action that'll get you there. So if you focus on that four offers a day, just forget the million dollars. That'll get you there as long as you broke it down correctly. You know, you can adjust later. But that's what I did for everything I got. Um, you know. So I got I have a serious question, Nate. Do you have um, – I know where you live. Do you have an alarm on your house? Because I'm going to break in there and get that vision board and learn how to do this stuff. Do my board. Listen, we're going to have Nate take a couple of pictures or a couple of little videos. We'll throw them on show notes. You don't have to show yeah. super private stuff. I know how to yeah. fuzz it out too. But, I mean, that's huge. Again, youngest guy at the table or, you know, person at the table – and uh, he's got his goals written out, I mean, as good or better as I do. So, I mean, and that's the key. You know, we teach that in, in Winning Futures, you know, in my high school mentoring. It's all about just breaking them down. The best book I ever read on goal setting, uh, to me anyways, was a book called Super Self. And the, the author is Charles S. Givens. He's, he's no longer around. He's, he's deceased. But you can find the book. You can't get it on Amazon, I don't think. You could find it used, but you could find it on eBay. 
And it basically just teaches you how to make a folder. And you do all these dreams, which are anything that's going to happen more than a year out. Then anything that's a year in is a goal. You break that down. Then you break down what you have to do each month to make that happen, what you have to do each day to get to that month. And it's really simple. But the the tough thing is, is to sit there and do it, yeah. you know, because you got to force yourself to do it. And you can't watch TV. You can't be playing on social media. You can't be out having fun and riding wave runners in the middle of summer. You got to sit down that Sunday afternoon or that Saturday or Monday, whatever time it is, and do it. But I mean, you know, again, this guy's accomplished a lot at, at his young age. So by the time, you know, he's my age, where is he going to be? And a lot of that is most of it. Ninety nine percent of it is his discipline. But that one percent is that magic that you have in your own mind and belief in yourself and being a, a, an all star athlete at a young age. A lot of guys I know who've been that way, that it's a little easier for them at times because they ha- they had that built into them, especially the ones who are really a, a cut above the rest. And then some of them I know, too, you know, took it hard when they didn't get to make it to the show because who gets to make it? like one percent of one percent of one percent. But then they crank that into business, and it's crazy. I mean, there's a few guys at some local real estate investing groups here in, in Metro Detroit, and they were all-star athletes, and we kind of know who some of them are. And a lot of them just rise to the top because they they don't they have a confidence that a lot of other people aren't taught. And again, we don't learn that in school. We don't learn that we can start a company and build a business or build be a CEO even of a big company unless we go to a special prep school. But the average um, you know public school isn't going to teach you that. But sports will a lot of times. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I got to figure out the book I read on my vision board because it's actually awesome. Um, for what kind of sold me on it at the time, I didn't understand it. The author, I'll figure it out and we'll throw it in the show notes. But the author in there, he's talking about, you know, how to do it. At one chapter, he says, he's like, yeah, the other day I was moving into my house or he's moving something. For some reason, he was going through boxes and he had this couple boxes. They're sitting there for like 15 years on this big mansion. He's got he pulled something out and. um he said what it was was his old vision board, and on it was the picture of the house he was sitting in. So, you know, this guy made this vision board. You know, famous. I don't know what it was. It was a great book on how to make a vision board, and that's what I base all my stuff on. But it's crazy because when I read it, you know, the guy might have faked that. I don't know. But I was like, you know, that's crazy. But I've done similar things, not with the house, nothing that deliberate. But, you know, I looked at, like, a goal I set when I started um, at the age of 19. My five-year goal, I killed it. And at the time, it looked stupid. You know, like, I was like, I'm not going to – in your head, you're kind of like, ah, I probably won't be able to do that. But then, like, the long-term goals are the easier ones to do. You know, you, uh, someone else I just heard a couple weeks ago, they said it's a statistic that if you set a one-year goal, a five-year goal, a ten-year goal, the one-year goal you probably won't accomplish, the five-year goal you probably will, and the ten-year goal you'll kill it. Um, like, you underset your long-term goals. So, you know, something to keep in mind. Yeah, set them, like, bigger than you think, basically. Well, and yeah. kind of going back to the school thing, when I was younger and your parents tell you like you can be anything that you want to be. So I had, I had obscene goals of what I was actually going to be. But as you go through school, I mean, they almost condition you to, you're going to have to go to college and you have to have a a job and you're going to have a W2. Like they don't, they don't really encourage the entrepreneurial spirit at all. No, not at all. I mean, I can tell you. Not in this country anyway. No, No. I, I can tell you like fourth and fifth grade. I'd go to the store and I'd buy, you know, a pack of gum for 50 cents and then I'd go sell the pieces to all the, my playmates, you know, for a quarter <laughs> piece, right? So I'm making more than 50% of my money. It was yeah. nice. But um, but then I kind of lost that along the way. And it took a while for me to come back and realize I can do this, yeah. you know. And then when you start doing it, you know, and you're working for yourself, it's really difficult um, when you have clients that are counting on you 
to think I can take this day off, you know, because you have somebody that's, <laughs> and just a very quick story. I mean, when I was pregnant with my last one, um, when I went in, I worked on my laptop up to 30 minutes before I had my baby and I was back on the computer an hour later. My husband will tell you that. <laughs> wow. But, and I was taking calls. We were closing deals. And I was yeah. so afraid that if I didn't answer my phone for a few hours that I would lose clients. So yeah. it's kind of nice when you have help, you know, when you have people that, that work for you and you can allow yourself some time. But you really need to make that time for, for yourself. And I, I think it was very relevant what Dylan said. You can't get that time back. Can't get it back. It's gone. It's gone. All right, so we're going to move on. We're we're getting close to the end here, but um, so so I'll kind of couple my uh, challenge with, um, I guess something actionable that I can take away, and we can do it for each of us too, really quick. Um, so my challenge is same thing. It's time management for me. I I've kind of figured out that time blocking will solve a lot of that for me. So um, I don't know if you guys have any help or ideas for that. I'm like I'm downloading apps and stuff constantly trying to figure it out but what works for me best is i pretty much just open a google calendar and i hate google i'm an apple guy till i die but google calendar works for this perfect because you can put the day up and this little red line will just keep going down and down and down so i color code everything my problem is i'm not doing that daily so i need uh you know someone to basically what i really need is somebody to hold me accountable to that and I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's with the group. Maybe it's something that I just post it every day. But um, that's my challenge every time I go to my mastermind also. And I get to stand up. I, you know, I get to spend almost a half hour in front of 180 real estate investors who are extremely uh, successful. And like I said, you know, you kind of stand up there. You take all your clothes off and you let everybody kind of make fun of you. So um, that's what it's like, you know, and, and I'm pretty honest when I go there. I mean, you don't have to tell them everything. You don't have to tell them your bank account balance, but I tell them what troubles I'm having and what I want to solve and what you told me last time that I haven't done yet. And, you know, how do I get over that hump? Because for us, for all of us, it's not that Jeff's doing too much work at the house. There's other there's stuff that's making him do that, too. Same thing with me. It's not that I'm not um, time blocking. That's not doing it. That's not what's what's causing it. There's something causing me not to time block. So I got to figure out what's stopping me from doing that, even though I know it's good for me. It's like, you know, you're doing something to I'm, I'm doing something to hurt my business because I, I, I don't know the answer. So that's that's like my my big challenge. So, like, I think my my personal takeaway is I'm going to use these three people on this show with me and then just tell them to, to text me and yell at me if I don't uh, if I don't time block every day. And all three of them. Nate's kind of nice, but the other two, they're yeah. very quick to make fun of me and yell at me. So I'm they'll, in for it. listen, I'm they'll in. keep me accountable. So that that's what I want to take away for sure. No, you can count me in. I got you. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. Let's. Uh, we can keep. You know, go around the table and we'll and we'll kind of end it after that. Like what? What's what's your takeaway, Jeff? Uh, my takeaway. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say a lot of good things. Nate brought up some great things about you know how he's accomplished and different stuff. And really, my takeaway, just listening, it is. It's a mindset thing, and you just got to shift. And I'm going to actually, I'm going to steal some of Nate's stuff and some of the other stuff people said. From his house, you mean? Because we'll go down there. Well, we'll go. We're going to hit that <laughs> he's got a family. He's got a family stuff. thing he's going to do tomorrow at noon because I told him he's got to go to his family oh, stuff, so yeah. it'll be empty. Well, we're good <laughs> we'll get go. that vision board. We're going to get that. <laughs> but I, I'm definitely going to take some of that uh, advice that he was talking about, and, and I'm going to run with it. And I, and I think that's what will help me shift my mind to get out of the 
it, it isn't a control freak with me. It's a, I, I don't know if it's scarcity of it or nothing like that. It's just hard to let it go from what I've did, you know, my whole life. It's, you know, like you said, it's the, it's the culture we're raised in. Especially when you're you old. It. It's, hard to, it's hard to change when you're old. It's hard to change. I'm, I'm stuck in my ways now. I am, I am senior amongst <laughs> most of us here. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm just going to take some of that, and, and I'm going to run with it. And, it, you know, I think it's going to really help me. It's going to set me on the path, you know. Well, and we're all in it together, right? So yeah. I definitely um, just need to not just think about ways to make it work for me, but I need to actually make it happen. So, uh, you know, maybe that's with the VA. Um, maybe that's with delegating more responsibility out. Maybe that's by giving myself a curfew and leaving the office by a certain time. Um, but got to figure it out. So lots to think about. Lots of good advice today too. But wait, so how, how do we um, keep each other accountable? Yeah, I was going to say. Because I just told you guys could all text me and yell at me every day. If I don't post okay, it, okay, we're gonna do that. Either. What are we gonna? <laughs> I know, right, right. About 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 time blocking. So how do we? How do I mean? What specifically can we do? What specifically do you want to achieve, Jeff? And you know, a small finite thing that we can we can all work with each other on, even if it's one text a day. Yeah, just you know, maybe a text a day. Hey, you know, keep your mind straight, or you know, hey, you know, get off, get off thinking you got to do it all. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing I, I took out of like what Nate was saying too, because I do do that. I'm doing everything. Well, the millennials you know, don't want to do nothing, so they're smart enough somehow to figure out how to do nothing and work two hours a month and make plenty two, of money. Two, that's that's like the tweetable thing for this one. That's that's the gold nugget. <laughs> two do, hours yeah. a month. Nate, Nate's philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Eric and I both fainted when he said that. We're like two <laughs> hours a month. <laughs> that's the goal. We're, we're working two hours an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. And uh, with Nate. As you were talking, there's the song Billionaire that came to mind. So I think you're going to have your own theme music. <laughs> I think Nate needs his own theme music. Yeah. I want theme music. <laughs> I want to be like Nate. Yeah. So then how do we check in with you, Erica, to make sure that you're, you're making that change, one of those couple changes you were talking about? No, I, I think it, for me, it's a morning thing. So somebody texts me in the morning and say, make your schedule. I'm going to have to do that and follow it. I like it. And everybody knows who gets up the earliest. It's either me or him. Yeah, I get up pretty early. So we'll, we'll be texting both of you guys early in the morning. <laughs> I'm not raising my hand. I'm not up early. We all know that. Yeah. Um, oh, and then me. Yeah, I. Well, what's funny, like I said, everything you guys said, I'm actually going to try to implement a bit more. Like, I got a time block. I'm not good at setting boundaries. I've worked for myself too long. I got no boundaries. So I have to do time blocking a lot more. Um, and even some of my own advice, I got to do more of that and follow. But even like I said, my goal setting, I don't do exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. When I first started, I did it a lot better than I do now because I was like hungrier then, you know. I still do it, but, you know, if I'm supposed to look at it twice a day, I don't look at it twice a day every single day, you know, morning, night. I should start doing that. Um, and accountability, I think all four of us need, so we should figure out something for that. Yeah, yeah. no, we'll, we'll figure something out. And like I said, I mean, Nate's kind of spoiled because, I mean, he really is and was, you know, a pretty pretty big all-star athlete. So they get that mindset built in to where he's going to be a good teacher for, for the next generation someday in, in real estate and even the ones above him too. Because to just to be able to sit, have the, um, you know, he said, uh, he just said a word and I don't know what it was, but I was boundaries. Like, I don't have that word in my vocabulary when it comes to time. So like, he's already got that mindset so you know 
I just I think you know that's what this whole that's what this whole roundtable is about. It's about you know it's the mastermind principle. You know we we've all read the book Think and Grow Rich. I hope that's my number one book. Okay, number one business book for sure and success book. And they all he always Napoleon Hill always talked about that mastermind principle and you know having things together and the synergy and the fusion of all this. And uh, we're all good enough friends that we can we can have a group text after this, which I'm going to implement so I can annoy these guys at five in the morning. But I'm telling you, I mean, we'll be back on here, you know, in 30 or 45 days again or a few shows down the line, us four. And we'll talk about how, how often we were able to get those done. And I, I built a whole program around that, not anything I sold just for myself and one other person and um, basically an accountability program. And it was so in depth that he said, no, thank you. But it was cool because I spent the whole weekend building it. So at least I know what to do. Again, I'm a good teacher. I just don't know how to follow my, I don't know how to eat my own cooking, but uh, I think we can get it figured out as a, as a collective. And that's really what the, the network's all about. You know, that's what the, the Facebook group's all about. It's part of what this podcast and our community is all about because Jeff and I aren't partners on, you know, on, on everyday deals and Erica's in a slightly different part of the business than us. Nate and I, the same thing. But if we can all help each other in the long run, you never know what comes out of it. And it's just all positive, you know, goodness. And that's why we even talk about just sharing the love, right? So it's all about. So everybody's done. That's it. We're done. All right. Well, if you, if you guys enjoyed what you saw or heard today, make sure that you check us out on iTunes. We've got a great channel on YouTube. We're on every other podcast app. Please subscribe. Please uh, leave an honest uh, review of what you thought of the show. And if you appreciated what you saw, send us an email. Um, you can go to the website at www.michiganreinetwork.com. And um, if you want to be a guest or if you have any show ideas, please don't hesitate to hit us up over there. And uh, I guess with that, we'll see you guys again soon. We hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If there's anything we mentioned and you missed it, don't worry. We take all of the notes. You can find them at michiganreinetwork.com forward slash episodes. If you want to meet any of today's guests in person, you can usually find them at a hashtag the network meetup in Metro Detroit. You can find all about the network at www.michiganreinetwork.com. By the way, if you're new, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes of this show. This brings us to the end of another episode of Hashtag The Network Roundtable Podcast. And as always, share the love.